Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. You're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, Breakthrough to Success, and I am your host, Sharon Koenig, and I am super stoked. Is that even a word anymore? I'm probably showing my age, but I am really, really excited because I have a special guest for you today. I'm talking with Monica Hines. We're going to dive deep to identify your core foundation so that you can create a better life and business. Now, I love this. And if you've been following me for a hot minute, you know I'm Fearless Pursuits. I am all about identifying what matters. What matters in our life lights me up because it's all about our values and our strength and the courage to actually go out and do the things that lights us up. We get stuck so many times in our life because of the lack of courage, because of the naysayers in our life, because of the self-doubt in our mind. So Monica and I are going to dive deep to help you create a better life in business. And she talks about this core foundation, and I'm really, really looking forward to talking with her more about what this really means and how this can actually improve our life. So Monica Hines is a transformational coach, and I know she's going to drop some wisdom bombs here. Monica Hines, welcome to the show. Sharon, thank you so much. What a brilliant and bright um, opening you had for me and for this show. I'm super excited to be here with you. Yay, me too. We're going to have so much fun in this conversation. So I want you to be able to tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself, but I want you to have fun with this question. I have a goofy question for you. If you could be any animal in the world what animal would you be and why? Oh, I would be a, a black jaguar. Ooh. Black jaguars. Yes. Sexy. Yes. Powerful. Powerful. Confident and sensual. This animal is able to feel everything through its body. Uh, the, the intuitiveness, the motion, the movement, the ability to dominate and control throughout its environment it's just the precision. It's just, it's fearless. It's fearless. Yes. 
Yes. That is so good. Thank you. You know what? I want to be a black jaguar too. <laughs> right. <laughs> so as a transformational coach, I know you're you're really a bit of an influencer and a visionary, right? And you actually are grounded in practical application with some spiritual wisdom. Tell the fearless listeners a little bit more about you. Mm-hmm. I would love to. So. I consider myself a new breed of career women. You can relate to this, Sharon. We're heart-centered entrepreneurs, and it's, it wasn't, we didn't have corporate ladders to necessarily climb, but we did have life experiences that we needed to dive in, heal, and clear, which freed ourselves of limiting beliefs and past programming. And these experiences were essentially what was needed to ground and, and build a foundation for mental and emotional strength. So it was through these challenges and the willingness to go inward that really helped create, develop, and, and build my foundation and help me connect to something greater. Oh, I love that so much. I love what you said about the past programming. And this is something that I really like to work with with my clients because I realize that our mind is a lot like a program that we run on our PCs, right? Like Windows what is it, Windows 2000 or something like that, we realize that we have programming in our minds that's really, really making us play small. And I love what you said about having the willingness, right, to be able to transform, not just yourself, but to be able to use your past skills. Because I know that you've got some past skills as in, in the fitness industry, um, as, a, as a professional, right, as a champion. And I know what it takes to be able to do that because you're going to use different methods, right? To be able to help provide positive changes in other people's lives. Right. So such a great question here. There's four aspects of the human body, the physical, mental, emotional, and the spiritual. And so through fitness, I was able to put myself through the challenges physically as a national aerobic champion and a elite level fitness competitor, understanding what it would take in order to put the discipline and the focus to work and then the practice and the repetition that went along with it. And in doing that, what it was able to develop for me is mental and emotional strength because mental strength comes through discipline and focus, the ability to work a plan, the process of working a plan. And the emotional strength comes through the practice and the repetition and the willingness, once again, to follow through on on one's own pursuit fearlessly. And it relates to coaching, more modules in transformational coaching. So all along as I was competing and doing all, all of my work through nutrition and fitness, it really helped me to hone in and develop these four modules of transformational coaching, which is influence, being a role model, inspirational motivation, which is individualizing for people. So understanding that people have their own individualized process and, and ways of wanting to be and live and then intellectual stimulation and the, the skill set of intellectual stimulation is actually my favorite because it's through this that we challenge the status quo we invite and create and we encourage exploration new ways of doing things and it also opens opportunity for growth and learning so as you know going through past programming and creating changes these are essential skills necessary. They absolutely are. And I realize as you're talking about this that most of us 
Well, as we do one thing in our life, we actually do it in every aspect of our lives. So, you know, if we don't have that dedication and commitment, right, to one aspect of our life, um, not even setting goals or working towards our goals, making small steps to work towards our goals, uh, then we're doing this in every aspect of, of our lives because it's it's really like conditioning. And we're talking about transforming our lives so that we can go out and actually create a better life in business. So it's really important for us to actually be whole and work in all the different spheres of our life, you know, in our, our relationships, our business life, our finances, our health and our fitness, so that we can become brand new like a better version of ourselves. But first, before we do that, I know you and I have talked, so I know my fearless listeners are not really privy to this, which is why I want to dive deep in this. You need to have a core foundation in order to actually follow through with those things. When we're talking about a core foundation, what is it exactly? Mm -hmm. Well, it's very similar to what you just described in having those, I call them the six pillars of wellness. And they relate to physical, emotional, occupational, spiritual, social, and intellectual. And when we understand they're all interconnected and we must be working with our physical, mental, and emotional well-being in each aspect in order to create the foundation that we're looking for. So your goals or what you're looking to build and create in your own life is different than mine. But how do these applications, how do these pillars in wellness, how do you apply them and put them together that nourishes and nurtures your own spirit and your own way of being? For me, I had found this foundation through fitness at a young age. And I knew it was the one thing that was going to be able to move me forward that I would be able to build upon and create and develop. So it's because I was so committed to fitness that I was able to put in the discipline and the focus. And I was able to put in the practice and the uh, repetitions of it, it helps me establish and ground into something that I could build upon, which transformed and move along into a bigger aspect now through transformational coaching. I love that. So the fearless listeners, most people that are following me and, and my clients in general, these are high performers. These are people who want to just go after it, right? These are not wishy-washy people who are not willing to do the work, right? We're all different, though. We, we all have different goals. Just like you said, you know, um, not everyone wants to homeschool. My followers know I'm homeschooled. I'm a single mom, and not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants to be a fitness competitor, right? You and I have that in common. We've both been uh, uh, champion competitors in some respect, right? So yes. we all have these different ideas of what it is we want to do in these six pillars. Nonetheless, these are people who want to go after their own ideas in these six pillars in their own way. So how is it, you know, help, help the fearless listeners to identify maybe a tactic, maybe a tool that they can use to actually identify their own core foundation. I'm thinking around something about values, but what would you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. So the first thing that came to me is the concept of resources. And we always look at resources, we typically look at them as time, energy, and money. But when it comes to understanding how we're going to pursue something or go after something, especially if it's fearlessly, the attachment and the concept of resources 
aren't something that are in the equation. It comes down to mental and emotional strength. It's our own true value system. What's important to you? What, what has meaning? What has purpose? What is it that you really need to dive into masterfully and move forward with? So when I look at emotional strength, there's a whole process of risk taking that's involved and it's a process of letting go. I look at it as you're, you're hanging on to the monkey bars of the playground. You need to let go to move on. That in itself helps you uncover and move forward in your own value system and in the direction that you're looking to go. Great. So when I'm hearing, well, actually what, what I'm feeling is two different questions that come up here. So for me, I'm thinking, all right, so we actually need to connect to something in order to actually identify our core foundation, finding that through our values, we actually have to connect to a value, right? But the other part of that is you're talking about letting go of something. And I'm not really clear of what it is we're letting go of. Right. So the letting go comes around anything that has an attachment that doesn't, isn't, isn't natural or innate to you, doesn't feel right, doesn't feel true, or it's something that you have to fearlessly be so committed to letting go with the trust that it can come back to you, that you're able to so passionately committed to let go of it because you believe so much in it and allow it to come back around to you. The only thing I'm thinking so, of, of letting go would probably be, you know, like most of us have um, goals, but we really have our own minds that are sabotaging us and letting go of certain beliefs. That's really the only thing I can think of that we're letting go. Can you give us an example of something that we might let go of? Sure. So I can give you a personal example, if you'd like that. When I was in living in New York and I had a Pilates studio and I had just finished my last fitness competition, I got a download and intuitive hit to let go of fitness. Like I had hit the, my third goal was to be on the largest stage in fitness and I just completed it and I got an intuitive hit to let go, to walk away. And I was like, how am I going to do that? It's the only thing that I knew in my life, like was fitness. And it was just a fire deep inside of me. And I'm saying, to myself, you know what? I can let it go, but that fire will not go out. There is nothing that could put that out. It is such a part of who I am. And I walked away from fitness and I developed other skills at that point in time, which was more about my mental and emotional strength through nature through connecting to my senses. So it took on a different level of meaning for fitness, and I developed a whole different skill set. I didn't lose anything fitness-wise because that was never going to go, but it was a risk and a willingness I was willing to dive into. I love that story, and what it says to me is that you were, you were wanting to grow. So we realize that you know, there's a lot of human needs that we have, and I'm not talking about Maslow's hierarchy here. I'm talking about, you know, obviously we need love, we need security, we also need variety, but we need to grow. And we realize that sometimes when we lose our passion in particular, that can be a signal for us that we are stagnant, and that we need to grow. And there you were when you were saying that you got this intuitive hit to say, okay, it's time for me to get rid of this you know, I've got to release this, let go of it. But I think it's a question of 
do I want to use the skills I've learned all of these years while I was doing this to grow and to bless other people? That's right. Yeah. And I think what it really um, helped me again to, to build and establish this new, this new aspect. So I didn't stop using the skills that I learned. I just put them in a different context. And it goes back to the intellectual stimulation. I was changing the status quo. I was inviting in creativity. I was exploring new ways of doing things. And I was open to the opportunity for growth and learning. So when we're able to use that, those skill sets to help us build something, we tend to know where that core foundation is. It's got to be an innate aspect of what has meaning and purpose to us. I think there needs to be some questions that we're asking ourselves when we're trying to determine that. Because what we're talking about here, you know, identifying your core foundation to actually create a better life and business. We're actually creating something. So we have to create something from a place of questioning. That's what coaches are really so great at because, you know, what we do is we take a look at someone's goal, right? Someone's dreams and their passions, what it is they want. But we have to make sure that it's in alignment with their core values. But a lot of people don't even know what it is, right? I can think of a story where someone was a personal trainer. They were really on fire with that. But for whatever reason, they didn't feel like they were significant. They didn't feel like they were important. So then they got a job in this huge corporation. And, you know, they, they had all of the, the labels associated with that and the beautiful income that goes along with that, but they were not fulfilled. What was missing in this person's life was being able to feel like they were connected to an individual one-on-one. Sometimes we need to work with, with people. I think, you know, like nurses, you know, they feel like they have to connect with individuals. They have to feel like they're serving and helping. And that's what this, this woman was needing and missing. But if we don't know that these are our core values, we're going to end up in a job or a career or doing something in our life that doesn't light our fire, right? Doesn't help us to feel bigger and better. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to create a better version. So how is it that we can start asking ourselves questions to identify those core values? Do you like to, do you connect better with one-on-one with a person or do you need to feel like you're alone? You know, what sort of core values, how can people ask themselves questions to determine those core values? Right. I think that's a great point that you're making on that. The other, the other thing that comes through for me on this is understanding the, the strength that we have mentally and emotionally. So what I mean by that, you know, if you're someone who really values confidence and fearlessness, that you consistently live by that, you make those skill sets part of your core foundation. So everything that you do applies that. And that will also help guide you in the right direction because you're not willing to negotiate your own inner strength and you build upon them. So as far as asking yourself questions, if you look at and list what you value, I value community. I value connection. These are all things that I know when I go out and meet people or I, I, I take a step into my next level but I'm really clear that these value systems align with the with the places and the communities that I'm going to that there's a connection there so what I do is I set up and understand how are these relationships making me feel do they feel like there's something that can be nourished and nurtured and supported and grounded that's emotional and mental strength 
So that has the power to build and to grow. It is so important for us to self-coach so we can actually learn more about ourselves because we often end up doing things that our parents want us to do or what you know society says that we have to do. Um, and I think that we can get ourselves into a lot of trouble there. But one thing that it comes to mind is, why don't you tell the fearless listeners here, how has having a core foundation actually helped you? That is such a good question. So I have found myself in numerous situations that have been uncomfortable. And I never swayed from what my true identity has been. I've always known how I have felt, what was essential and important to me, and how I could step forward and use my gifts and my skills uh, fearlessly, really like passionately. And so in doing all that, the outer environment, as much as it was showing up uncomfortably, I didn't sway from that. And that's what you talk about, about programming from families and lifestyles that we've been in that have been not in alignment with who we are. So when you understand your, your own operating system, you know, what's important to you, the people you're around, the communities that you're in, and it's not necessarily about speaking badly about them, but it's identifying that they don't really align with you, mm-hmm. but consistently staying on your own path, which is going to be a disruptor. You are challenging the status quo. You may be in the right place because you're gaining skills and consistently working towards what it is you desire. So these were all ways that helped me identify my core values and the foundation. And through doing all that, I have been able to find myself in community, around like-minded people, understanding who I connect best with because I've done the hard work to know what doesn't work for me or what doesn't feel good. And it doesn't make that wrong. It's just made me be more responsible and accountable for my own self, which is another point of having a core value system. You're not putting anything on someone else. You're taking ownership for it in your own life. Oh, so good. You know, and and what you said there really, really just gave me chills. I'm thinking about, you know, like you and I, we're both entrepreneurs, and, and a lot of people that are listening right now are, you know, they're either trying to be an entrepreneur, or they, they're struggling, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out balance, they're trying to figure out how they're going to actually, you know, get their business going. But being an entrepreneur means that you challenge the status quo. And when you do that, you get a lot of people that tell you you can't do that. Um, they don't understand. So here we have people in our lives, we're surrounded by us that just constantly questioning what we're doing. And you know, we feel like, you know, we're on it, we're an island, right? Because people don't understand what we're doing. So it kind of goes back to what you were talking about before, having that mental strength, you know, mental conditioning to keep moving forward towards our goals. Right. That's so powerful. So when putting together your foundation, when understanding you have a vision and a goal that you desire to get to, and this is just like a fitness athlete or any athlete for that matter. I always watch baseball players that pitchers. And they amaze me with the amount of mental strength that they have to turn everything off and be so good. I mean, those are the skill sets that you're looking to develop as you're moving forward in entrepreneurship. And you must be able to find communities and spend time and be around people who can nourish and support that. That's actually part of emotional strength. 
at the same time, it helps you understand the amount of mental strength you're willing to put into it. Like I said, uh, mental strength is being a who you want to be an entrepreneur, and that's where your goal is. You've got to work that plan, and the plan must be supported, reinforced, and grounded. And that means being around like-minded people. And so it doesn't make the other people wrong and bad. It just means it is time for you to find your community. And this is where it disrupts the, the pattern that had been in place, the family patterns, the community patterns, the belief systems that have been around. And it's essential, it's a non-negotiable that someone must find a different community, an outlet for those mental stimulations to be supported. So good. So when we're talking about entrepreneurs identifying their core and foundation, you mentioned the word skills, right? So you're talking about finding communities. And I love that so much because I really feel like it's, it's absolutely critical for us, especially as entrepreneurs, to find like-minded people. But more than that, to actually be aligned with people that are doing the same things that we're doing and find a mentor, find someone, follow someone who is actually beyond where you are, who is ahead of where you need to be. So you're, we're finding communities, but I don't see that necessarily as a skill. So can you talk more about what the skills are that would help entrepreneurs identify their core foundation? Oh, absolutely. You know, I love this. So to me, skills come across as courage, come across as assuredness. Uh, there's a leadership aspect. In other words, for me, that's self-responsibility and identifying with one's own personal power. And this personal power can be so difficult for entrepreneurs to step into, you know, when all of a sudden you're in your own spotlight and you want to show everyone and show up with who you are. So it's really taking ownership and this sense of brightness of your own confidence and your own courage. That is one's own sense of personal identity in that you, you have um, boundaries. And in those boundaries, there's a skill set of confrontation. Someone says something you don't like. It's like, that's not acceptable in my space. So this, this is this container of one's own personal energy, belief in oneself, a level of trust. And it doesn't mean you have to trust others around you. It means you have to trust your own self. Discernment. There's this sense of pride, which comes across as just like the lion. You know, you're not going to listen to the opinions of sheep. You're going to stand up and have that pride really rich and deep and full. There's a, there's a sense of perseverance, dedication, discipline. These skills must be applied day in and day out in your mastery of your entrepreneurship. And so as you start applying them to, to, to that, you can see them like flow out into other areas of your life. But you've got to have practices in place to build that. For me, like I mentioned, it happened to have been fitness where I was able to start honing in on these skills and putting them into play. And as I stepped into entrepreneurship, understanding the, the discrepancies that my family believed about who I am and what was important to me, that I started to say, that's not okay in my space, or I don't believe that, or this, this is the direction I'm going because this is where my trust in myself is. The risk-taking, which makes them crazy because they have mm -hmm. a different philosophy about it. All of those things are skill sets that we apply ourselves to. So 
what it is, is as I mentioned, um, for me, emotional strength comes about through confrontation, assertiveness, and courage. And what I mean by that is that it's very easy to look at fear and have fear be the guiding factor and saying, oh, can't do that, or nope, that's not going to work, whatever it is. But if you choose to look at, okay, I'm going to be assertive, I'm going to be courageous, and I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I can step into this, uh, these, these good boundaries, confrontation. You will not fail, but you have to own that. So it almost makes it sound like we're actually needing to practice confrontation because we have to build those skills. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The way I love to build confrontation is I always look at it from my inner three-year-old. What inner three-year-old isn't so full and vibrant and, and full of themselves? I mean, they want to do their own thing and they don't think about outside resources or even necessarily an adult being an adult. They just know what's their own truth and what feels good. So when I step into some level of confrontation, it's typically from this inner three-year-old that is just a badass. And she shows up and she's like, that's not okay in my space. And I don't blame it on someone else. Or if I say, um, that's not acceptable here. Or, or what, you spoke, what you said isn't something that I appreciate in, in how I do things. So I don't make them wrong or bad. I just show up saying that that's not how I do things in my world. If you want to go and do it in yours, that's okay. And, and oftentimes what happens is the person recognizes what, what's happening and says, gee, uh, wow, not okay, but just oh, and raises up with me. So we change the dynamics of the relationship. So we're talking about stepping into our personal power and not taking anyone else's opinion and staying strong in taking a stand for what we believe in. Right. I love that. That's so, so, so good. So I'm wondering now, what is the foundation for leadership? So I'm thinking of specifically, you know, here, most entrepreneurs are working in some sort of a community, right? They're building a tribe, they're helping people. They are leaders, right? And we're kind of wondering, you know, how this core foundation and identifying the core foundation um, is helpful for leaders. Mm -hmm. Right, so when it comes to leading others, it goes back to this transformational coaching, these four modules. There's a level of influence that you're a role model your inspirational motivation, you're inspiring others through a sense of motivation, you're individualizing, you're understanding and identifying people are all different, but yet they can resonate and match what it is that you, what you've stepped into, what you're doing, how you're creating it, and then the intellectual stimulation. So leadership is identified through these four modules. And so as people are building communities, there's, a, there's an essence of them having feel that very well established for their own self and their own sense of being in inner world and allowing it to reflect in the outer world. So they're not projecting for other people to, they're showing up for others to, to see them and say, this is what I'm able to accomplish. What are you able to accomplish in partnership or working with me? What do you, what, what do you see through this? So that's a term of leadership that changes the whole paradigm with how we looked at and saw things in our, in our past business models from a hierarchy system. It helps to build an ecosystem which is more in line with a culture, with shared values, 
common goals. And it kind of goes back to what, what you were saying before, because as leaders, we need to have a strong opinion, but we need to have a strong mind to be able to share our strong opinions with other people, listen to what they have to say, but you know, not necessarily fold to them, to their opinions, but have a strong mind, you know, to have that mental conditioning to stand strong into our power. Right. And this goes back to being a light leader, that as things on the planet shift, the paradigm shift, the old systems falling away, the fact that so many people can identify that they want a different way of living, that they want to step into more of their greatness, using their skills, using their gifts, making an impact on the planet, building communities. This is light leadership. It goes into saying that they're going to come up with people who aren't ready or aren't there to believe or make the changes that they've already stepped into or desire to make, you've got to be willing and able to allow that person to be exactly where they are and who they are and let it be okay and still continue on your own journey. So can you, you know, maybe, maybe even use me as like one of your clients, you know, kind of describe to me or, or share with me what the actual process would be. Sure. So, I would first I would start off by taking a look at what's happening in your life in terms of where are the areas that you have great satisfaction, what's working for you, what are those strong areas, right? Because I build a foundation on something that's already strong. So let's say it's your career is strong. Even though you want to be an entrepreneur, you're strong. You get along with everyone at work, um, you do great work, you're successful at it. So we start there, and then we take a look at all the other areas, your, your relationship, your finances, your health and well-being, and I say, where, where is it in your world that you want to create some right now that's, that's not working for you, that you want to have a greater sense of fulfillment or a greater sense of success? And you say, probably my health and well-being, but I really want to get this business started off the ground. I say, okay, we are going to work on the business. We're going to do it through your health and well-being, your fitness, because we're going to put you on a plan that's going to nourish, nurture, support, and ground you in health and well-being and fitness. And through this, inspiration and creativity comes in. So your workouts, your programs, your fitness is going to be designed to support creativity, growth, learning, and inspiration. So just like me, I had that download come through, and it said, you know, walk away from fitness. We're going to use fitness to build something that's going to be inspirational. And you still have your foundation established, your strength established in your, in your work, at your job. But that gap is so big to cross to get into that entrepreneurship that you want to go to. So we use fitness as a bridge and a boat to get you there. And then you have those thing, two things, that, two parts of your life that are working well together. They have a synergy happening. And we start to look at your relationships. And say, okay, well, where is it that you can, you can confront someone and say something and stand up for yourself and say, it's not really acceptable in my space. Um, I know you might not have meant harm through it, but people don't speak to me that way. That's not okay. Just walk away from it and allow that confidence to start bubbling up, that sense of accomplishment, that new sense of pride where all of a sudden you just feel so good and so abundant and big about yourself. You add that in. So it's just this process of building up these strengths so that when the time comes to take away the things that you're ready to jump and leap to the next phase, you've already got it. You're already grounded in it. You already have something established. Less scary. That's so good. And, you know, I can really see 
how we can actually transform every single aspect of our life and our business. And what I think is so interesting is how people separate their business from their life. And, and what I mean by that is thinking that they're not actually, that their personal life does not flow into their business life. Yes, they're two separate entities. They will always be two, two separate entities. But yet, we realize that if we have not transformed our personal life, that we cannot be healthy and whole in our own business and be able to bless other people. Right. And it goes back to values. So if you know there are certain qualities and essences that you value, and again, it goes into the, it, it, it's rooted in this core foundation because you only want to be around uh, experiences that nourish and nurture and ground and support your your foundation of any sort. So when you're able to understand your value system, well, I value a healthy way of living. And somebody's healthy way of living may not be the way yours is, but I value growth and development the same way that somebody else does. That might still be a good person to be connected with, but in a relationship with. But if somebody likes has healthy values, but they're very rigid and structured and young, that might be the, not be the right choice for having a healthy relationship. So it's identifying these, these values that really um, apply to how you're going to grow and support yourself, stabilization, building something. It's this mindset and this paradigm of connecting and communicating with people in a way that supports a, a dynamic relationship of two people or a community to to do as they say. So many wisdom bombs here today. And I know the fearless listeners have gained so much more knowledge and feel absolutely inspired and empowered. They know now what the skills are that they need to be able to identify their core foundation. But more than that, they know that they have to build the intellectual and the spiritual and the physical and the mental well-being in order to be leaders in their field. I want to thank you so much for coming on and helping us to understand this, but sharing your wisdom. Now, I know there's some fearless listener out there that really wants to connect with you. Can you share with the listeners how they can reach out to you? Sure, Sharon. It's been so great to be here as well. I'm really glad that I've been able to uh, connect with you on this. So the best way to reach me is you can find me on my website, and that is www priestessofpassion.com and I have a, a blog as well it's on a WordPress site it's Empress E-M-P-R-E-S-S site S-I-T-E so there's three, three S's in it dot wordpress.com and there's more wisdom to be found there so if you need to be able to start applying and putting things into place you can read all about what it is that I have uh, created and, and put together. Awesome. We always need those kinds of resources for people that need free and practical advice, but also so they can actually actually contact you so they can work one-on-one. -on -one. Thank you so much. I really love this conversation, and I know that we're just blessing so many people with your light and your knowledge. So, fearless listeners, we will have her contact information in the show notes. 
this week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.